I'm Mike Marsh, and this is True. Today's article, The Influence of Metropolitan Mass Transit on the Edwardian Period. The London Metropolitan Railway, now part of the London Underground, opened in January of 1863, making it the world's first subway system. Its first major use, and the primary motivation for the time frame of its construction, was to transport furnishings, decorations, and catering for the wedding of Albert Edward, Prince of Wales, and the future Edward VII, and Princess Alexandra of Denmark. The wedding was fully two months later, in March, and it required the entire period to transport all of the required items due to the scale of the event and the limited operational capacity of the new railway. The decorations included nearly a quarter mile of fabric for bunting alone, and the silver for the tableware cost nearly the same as Wellington's campaign against Napoleon. 500 pheasants, 100 geese, and 10 cattle provided the principal courses of the feast, and the ale and champagne each required two full trainloads. Albert Edward was particularly impressed with the efficiency of the railway and made frequent use of it both for his semi-official business and his very active social life. He would frequently take the railway from Marlborough House via the Baker Street Station to the London Pavilion via the King's Cross Station in order to take in music hall performances, of which he was an avid fan. He would often be seen there in his characteristic Hamburg hat, by this point made entirely of felt. Annie Adams, the queen of the serio-comic vocalists, was a particular favorite and was frequently observed taking the reverse route, presumably for performances at the Oxford and Cambridge University Club. In 1864, Albert Edward hosted a visit by General Giuseppe Garibaldi, noted Italian unionist. The London Metropolitan Railway again proved its usefulness in keeping the two men well supplied with coffee, of which General Garibaldi personally consumed nearly a train car's worth daily, and which he credited with his extraordinary drive and military acumen. It had been Albert Edwards' intention to present General Garibaldi with a specially engraved fish knife, a traditional English gift on commencing an alliance or other business venture. But the flooding caused by the rupture of the Dale Dyke Dam in Sheffield ground steel production nearly to a halt, so the Prince of Wales was forced instead to present the general with one of the diamonds from the collar mine in the Golconda Sultanate, now part of Andhra Pradesh. While the prince had expected this jewel to become part of the Italian crown jewels, he was somewhat consternated to later learn that the famous ragamuffin had in fact sold it in order to purchase espresso beans and arms with which to march against Austria. This was ameliorated somewhat by the fact that, while officially neutral in the Austro-Prussian War, British sympathies were with Prussia, particularly among the royal family. Albert Edward continued to advocate strongly for the expansion of the Metropolitan Railway, and by the time of his accession in 1901, the railway already covered a large portion of central London, and plans were underway to convert the trains to run on electricity. This expanded reach allowed the now King Edward VII 
to receive his mistresses with increased frequency, and soon reliable timetables were introduced to spare them and the king the embarrassment of one mistress inadvertently encountering another. Additionally, the Metropolitan Railway was connected to the major intercity railway stations, making it convenient for Edward to travel between Buckingham Palace and Dover for his frequent foreign visits to the continent. So taken was he with the efficiency of this mode of travel, he envisioned a railway line directly connecting Great Britain with France, which was not realized until nearly 85 years after his death. The common name of Chunnel for this link is in honor of Edward, as it was the pet name that his mother used for him when he was a child. A similar link to Ireland was proposed by some members of Parliament, but the king thought it not a prudent investment. Sadly, Edward's fondness for travel by rail can be partly blamed for his premature death. It was common for fashionable men to smoke while on the train, and he was so frequently traveling by rail that his average consumption was roughly a dozen cigars and nearly two dozen cigarettes per day. This resulted in cancer, various respiratory ailments, and heart disease, the last of which was his ultimate cause of death. This serves as a sober reminder of the dangers of not just smoking, but reckless adherence to fads, fashions, and an obsession with trains. This has been True. Find us online at truecast.com. Our theme song is Bouncy by Sean McMullen from his album Everything. You can find more of his music at sofadogstudio.com. <laughs>